Alright folks, we're back. Episode 5 of The Bachelorette two-week hiatus. Don't we usually play the theme song? Well, yeah, we'll do that later. I edit that in later. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to do that right now. They okay. already heard it. They got to hear it already. Uh, a break, which I feel like always throws me off a little bit. I definitely could not even remember who James F. was. Well, no one knew who James F. was, and it didn't matter except for quite the poem that You're James still F. I'm still the whole time. <laughs> yeah, the whole episode. Robert Durst. Back again. That's what the folks at home expect consistency. The yeah. listener expects consistency in this program, and that's what they're going to get. Uh, but yeah, I feel like again we took a t- what a two week break, two an weeks extra off. week in between, yeah, which always throws off the viewer a little bit and works to their advantage because they left us basically with a scenario of Chad like murdering everyone, murdering the whole the whole house, the- right. Pennsylvania cabin. Right, wearing Evans's face as his face. Like, Dragging that's what we thought. his fingers down the glass It was a pane. great horror movie moment, definitely. And then Chad just comes in and is kind of like... First, it's actually, first it seems like he is just going to totally deny that he was cut from the date. Right, like, that he's I just actually, back. Yeah, yeah, that he was just going to try and like, yeah, I'm going on this group date too. Yeah, yeah guys, here I am. I, I beat Alex. Yeah, and then nothing really happened. Just a hike, man. He says the hike. date was really good. <laughs> it went great, you know. Well, and first of all, let's not forget to mention that before he arrives, because they see his suitcase get Yeah, pulled. they know that he's been cut. And so they're having a funeral for Chad, which um, involves one of them, I believe. Firecrackers. Wells saying, death to tyrants. Yeah. Which is pretty great. And also, um, farewell, sweet prince. Which I thought were pretty great lines. For a funeral to Chad. And then they burn his protein powder. They burn his protein powder, which and that's what I would like for you to do for me, by the way. Burn your... Burn my protein powder for my smoothies in the morning that I make in the Vitamix. vegan protein powder. Do you think that'll burn? No. No, I guess It'll not. It'll smell bad. Well, that's how I'd like to be remembered. Anyways, it's in the podcast now. This is a legal binding document. Somebody else, I think maybe... No, it wouldn't be Alex, so I don't know who it was, but somebody says, see ya, never, ever, 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 ever again. That sounds like an Evans move. Even Mm. if it's not Evans, it sounds like Evans. To which I said, until Bachelor in Paradise. Boom. And I will say, I mean, I think uh, we are not looking at spoilers, but it's been widely confirmed that Chad will be joining the crew at Bachelor in Paradise. You cannot watch the news without hearing that Chad will be joining. He was trending on Facebook. He was you watching himself watch the on The Bachelor. Nice. Well, that was one of the trends. Nice. Um, I wonder if he's To pleased. which I say, Chad obviously could not be that much of a safety threat if they're letting him come back for exactly. Bachelor in Paradise. Exactly. So How like much this... of a lawsuit? Or I guess they're weighing the lawsuit versus... The entertainment. The entertainment. <laughs> the money they're going to make. It's like when Ford realized that their Pintos exploded but just said, eh, well, the people can't sue us that <laughs> much. It's the same thing. Um, Chad argues that the guys um, were kind of at blame for him being his worst self. And he says, quote, you all put me in a position of having to say things that I wouldn't normally say. Which, you know, as the uh, listener who's been listening to us for a while knows, I have been a Chad apologist. I actually, I don't mind him. I'm looking forward to Bachelor in Paradise. 
I would invite him on my date if I got the date card. Uh, but I do think that's kind of domestic violence Oh, right. Of course it is. I mean, of course it's <laughs> you forced me to be an asshole. And I didn't want to have to say these things. Right. But, well, and he says, I'm going to say what I want to say when I want to say it, which again is back to my whole argument about that's what assholes say. And then, of course, they get mad. Like, if you want to say what you want to say when you want to say it, then people are going to get mad about that. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's how it goes. Like, that's basically saying, I'm going to be an asshole. And that's what he says. Like, But he then blames, he well, blames yeah, the, the other know, people. I know. Yeah. I love Evan still wanted the money for his shirt. Which, like, oh my God, Evan, stop. Right. Evan, you sell boner medication. I think you're fine. Financially, in other areas of your life, you may not be alright. I just all think right, Evan, but... more so than anyone else, more to me more so than Chad in this season, has come off as just like... I mean, again, my visceral reaction to him is just... Ugh. How much of that is his hair, oh, do you think? A fair amount. Yeah, his hair, the way it swoops down like that. I mean, it really, again, I, I go for the George McFly analogy. And he's really probably is. just like having a nosebleed and then like dragging that... Using that as gel. It's a something about Mary's situation where he's using his own <laughs> bodily fluids to style his hair. Yeah, well, and... Um, you know, I think that they had that sand date later to jump hedges for a moment. And I swore I thought Evan was going to get a nosebleed. He, didn't get, he gets a nosebleed jumping the into the pool, but not Surfing doing like a sand. Mad Max yeah. style. It was a Mad Max. They had that JoJo shot that was totally Mad Max. Yeah, I know. Um, now, Alex, let's talk about Alex because, Alex, I don't think you've ever seen a Bachelor contestant who's flipped in the public's perception so much from the beginning to the end of a single episode because at the beginning he is quote America's hero and quote a dragon slayer right and they're lifting him up on like a chair as though he's being bar mitzvahed mm-hmm. right that's how excited they are to see Alex return victorious well I think that he at the end of the episode is still I think that Alex has become the power figure and that that's part of why he wanted to get Chad out so badly was because mm. Chad, for all his fault, like, legitimate faults, yeah, like Alex saw him as another strong figurehead and Alex wants to be, mm-hmm. you know. Little Alex, right. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, little Alex versus Trump, except this time, you know, little Alex won. Um, but no, I, I see what you're saying. It just, he... Um, I feel like the guy's perception of him in the house flipped pretty quickly from him being America's hero to him being a mean girl, mm-hmm. Regina George, you know, clickish boy. But we'll get there, folks. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get there. Hang in. Stick but with first, us. first, they play knocker balls. They do play knocker balls somehow. Which we've played. We, well, just, we just played that the Ra- other day. Ryan. It was... It was a delight. It's also... I was kind of the Evan in the knocker ball situation. I feel there like were, I was exhausted. Let me just say, there were two other gentlemen under the age of 30 who were also playing. And Ryan chose instead to target our mid-30-year-old female friend. She had it coming. Yeah. And she knows what she did. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I regret nothing. Also, where did Chase... This has been a recurring theme of the season. Where did Chase get these knocker balls in the middle of Pennsylvania? Which I like, I mean, I like the idea. Is that Chase? No. Yes. It was, I thought it was Chase. Okay. Yeah. I just like the idea of the production kind of being like, 
whatever you want. For, right. Like, we'll Request get it for you. some props. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll get you whatever you need. And, like, if you're not taking advantage of that, you're not playing the game. Exactly. And you're not watching yeah. the show before you go on there. Right. Right. No, and that's a word to all future Bachelorette and Bachelor contestants. Like, you need to get some serious props in there. Apparently, they will give you whatever you want. You should right? have to ask for Two-person horse costume. I mean, whatever it is you think you need. So, I have on our notes about the rose ceremony that happens after Chad leaves. Oh, are we just going to skip over James F.'s poem? No. Totally? This is all my notes before that. Okay. The rose ceremony happens before? No, I'm just okay. saying the, co- the cocktail party. The cocktail party, party. Gotcha. Yeah, the cocktail okay. party. Um, but I just lost my train of thought. Well, I interrupted. That was un- unprofessional <laughs> of me as a podcast. I'm supposed to say yes and. I, I have that it takes five minutes of Chad being gone before they just all turn on each other. Right. Um, Robbie is kissing her in front of everyone, which is always kind of a bad move. Right. Uh, and then they just f- flip out. They start kind of, you know, just biting at each other. I mean, you can tell that, na- and they later on in this episode confirm this. Now that Chad is gone, you know, they were all kind of directing their energy at a common enemy. And now that he's gone, they just are turning into little bitches. Right. It's true. Well, and I will say, I did not like Chad. You are an apologist for Chad. I was not. I think that Chad is a terrible individual. But. He was interesting. I mean, we'll give him that. Um, and I feel like the drama quotient in the show went down immediately on his departure. Like, the, the drama that follows is not as interesting. Well, I just think that Chad gone. was, like, a legitimate villain. Whereas right. the other guys... I think that they all seem like decent guys, but put in this situation, they're just going to all kind of get a little snippy, a little petty, and that's kind of what you see happening. Right. They're referred to as mini-chads, which I don't buy because they're not as um, threatening or compelling as Chad. That's why it's mini-chads. Even their behavior, it's a difference in degree. Or difference in kind uh, rather than degree. No, yeah. oh. difference in degree. No, difference in kind. Um, on my notes on James F., before I get to my personal poet comments on his poem, mm-hmm. I just have, who is this guy? Right, who is like, this person? why are you still yeah. here? We didn't even know there was an additional James, I don't think. I just thought I they were referring that. to James Taylor by his full name because it's so funny. No. Um, because he's the poor man. I remember James there Taylor. being another James. I just like really this guy's beating out like Ali. And right, then... poor Ali. Our our heart goes out to Ali. I hope you're listening, Ali, because we were we were rooting for come you the to whole our time. podcast. Yeah. Uh, James F does in fact read JoJo a poem, which isn't unprecedented. That uh, not, not surprisingly, even this season is unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, it contains the line: "Her heart is like a treasure." Her dream's not far away. At first, I thought that he was writing one that wasn't rhyming, and I was going to give him props for that. For those of you that don't know, I teach poetry. Mm -hmm. And she forbids. You forbid rhyming. Yeah, I don't let them rhyme. But then it did, in fact, it turns out he's just bad at rhyming. He's just terrible at rhyming, which is one of the reasons (laughs) I think that you forbid rhyming in your class. Um, but yeah, it to ended. his credit though, Jojo cried. She did, and she said it was unbelievable. Mm. I believe it ended with the line, "The beauty that is she," right? <laughs> Which clearly the she is at the end for um, for rhyming purposes. You got kind of a forced rhyme in there. 
Um, back to the guys. Again, Wells admits that Chad was a common enemy. Jordan and JoJo go and... Uh, I have in my notes that they are in, quote, Makeout City. Oh, yeah. Makeout City Population 2. Right. Right, right around here. the corner from the yeah. guys. So it's a little different from Robbie because the guys can't, they're not watching them. Yeah, that was noisy enough. You can imagine that it was audible. Well, it also annoyed me because Jordan just, like, grabs her and starts, like, I don't think he even Going said, to town. hey, how are you? Right. Yeah, he's just like, I'm... Yeah. He's always I get been, sleazy vibes from he's Jordan. He's always been very handsy. He is with her, even yeah, because yeah, I can remember on the very first night uh, being a little like taken aback by the fact that he was. I think he was like stroking her hair, right? But I just remember thinking that's it's a that's little a too little forward. familiar for someone that you literally just yeah. met. Yeah. Now I want to ask you something that before we get to the actual rose ceremony, and this is kind of a legitimate question, so. There's a lot of talk. Two guys have roses, and yet they're cutting in to continue to get time with JoJo. Mm -hmm. What do you feel are the ethics of this? On the one hand, I get... So if I were in that situation, I understand that if somebody already had a rose, I would think, just back off and let the people that don't have roses yet get their time. Mm Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I mean, it's a game. The game is the game. The game is the game. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And also, like, you know that guys are going to do that, so you might as well just do it. Right. Because the other thing about that is that it never, to my knowledge, it never gets called out by the bachelor or bachelorette as, like, skeezy behavior. Right. Like, Ben was never like, oh, man, Olivia's already had all this time with me, but she just keeps coming back. I think it was just like, man, Olivia really wants to see me. Right, right. You know? So it almost always gets seen by the bachelor or bachelorette as just like, man, they're really fighting to spend time with me. Right. Well, and they're building on positive memories, right? Positive associations. Mm-hmm. Since usually if you've gotten a rose, you've yeah. had a positive interaction and right, Because the people that have the rose make the argument of like, yes, I already have a rose, but it's still just about overall time. And I just want to see this person as much as I can. So right. I think you almost, you almost can't fault them for doing it. They're playing um, the long game is what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it is an ethical, it's a moral quandary. It's one of the moral quandaries of our age. I think that Kant wrote about this to a degree. Um, and I think we could turn to his writings for some information on how to proceed. But yeah, I think it is annoying. But also, I think that's the game is the game. That's my, That's where I stand. I mean, don't ask about it if you were just looking to, you know... Drop some. Yeah, we're having a we're having a discussion. <laughs> I wanted to hear what you have to say. Your your comments have helped yeah. crystallize my thinking mm-hmm. on this, mm-hmm. and I appreciate um, your feedback on it. Evan says that his heart is quote on blast, I and I just need well. a rose. I mean, again, I just think Evan is really schmarmy. What does that mean that your heart is on blast? <laughs> is that is that what the kids are saying these days? Uh, we're, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? I'll um, note to James Taylor's eye is still bloodied. Yeah. Yeah. James, so going to who gets cut? Yeah. James F. gets cut. Daniel yeah. finally gets cut. Damn like, Daniel. Yeah. Dan, Dan. Dan, Daniel. I still think of it as Gina. Damn, Gina. 
Damn! Gina. And he, I feel like Daniel has kind of um, gone a little bit into the background in the last couple of episodes of just right. being like Chad's wingman. Mm-hmm. But uh, his ego really comes through in his exit speech. Oh, big time. Well, and I was going to say, when he's with JoJo, I was like, oh, that's a classy exit. And then when he leaves, it's like, like, oh, this were based on looks. You can see how Daniel glommed on to Chad. You see his personality. I mean, not only is he a serial killer, but he's also quite egotistical (laughs) I wonder if he got a little bit of JoJo's hair. (laughs) He's going to be smelling that for weeks. So they're leaving Pennsylvania for... um, a country that I thought every guy pronounced differently throughout the episode. Yes. I don't know if that was on purpose. Right. Everyone had a different pronunciation. I would say Uruguay. Uruguay, yeah. That's what I'm calling it. That sounds good we to me. We heard like Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay. Uruguay. Uh, <laughs> Uruguay. I, I I'm, I'm surprised no one just flat out said Uruguay. <laughs> I mean, that I would have expected that kind of thing. But they, they kept it classy. Um, it is where South America's most elite go to play, though, according yes, to JoJo. it's the yeah. playground of this South American <laughs> the elite. sexy elite. Um, she finally does a one-on-one with Jordan, which mm-hmm. it has been a long time coming. She obviously, yeah. I think, uh, was attracted to Jordan from the first episode, but she also admits that she was questioning whether or not he was here for the right reasons. We got two, count them, two right reasons comments this week because Alex says that Jordan's not here for the right reasons too. They go seal clubbing? They do go seal clubbing, right. That's it said, let's seal, what did it say? Let's seal the deal, seal the date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty certain that it was going to be seal clubbing, but it does involve Jordan doing a seal impression. <laughs> Um, my thoughts on Jordan after this date was just kind of, eh, I thought of him as a little sleazy going into it. I thought he was kind of sleazy coming out of it. I don't, I mean, you and I don't know what the final call is on this. I'm sure Reality Steve has already put out who the final guy is. And it very well may be Jordan, I would be surprised. He does not seem genuine to me. I agree. And, I mean, he... So, it appears... And I actually did read a little bit about this in the gossip pages. I know. I read a little bit ahead in your ass weekly. That she... And and this comes up. And we'll get more to the gossip pages later. They're a major plot point. But, um... She, um... Confronts him about having met one of his exes... And the ex saying that he wasn't a very good boyfriend. And he said something that I have never said in my entire life, which is, unfortunately, it has a lot to do with sports. (laughs) That's his excuse. (laughs) Right. It was the sports. It was the sports. I blame sports. Right. That's like the Stanford swimmer excuse. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm not a rapist. It's, it's just sports. the environment that the swim team put me in. Right. It has. Well, he wasn't the best quarterback Not that he wanted to be. And bring it back was. to that every every episode. Well, that that asshole has it coming. Um. So. Well, here's what I had a problem with: is that he flat out says that he didn't cheat, but to my knowledge, like I don't, I don't think that his ex girlfriend would have been as mad as she obviously was to like seek JoJo out, talk to JoJo about it. If he hadn't cheated. Because what Jordan says is that he was, quote, 
enjoying talking to girls when I probably shouldn't have been. Like, if you're going out and talking to a bunch of girls as a rhetoric professor... Mm-hmm. I, I, I just mean, wanted to be the best I rhetoric like professor I, <laughs> I could be. I feel like that's I wouldn't be happy about that, but I also wouldn't... Like, to me, that's not something that makes or breaks a relationship mm-hmm. versus something like cheating. He's not... He's, some part of the story is being left yeah. out. And she even yes. says, I wish I could read your mind, um, suggesting that, you know, she feels like she's not getting everything she mm-hmm. needs from him. I'll also say, so they have the little conversation. She seems satisfied. I was not satisfied. But then they go out... And, you know, it's the one last surprise of the date. And people are dancing in the street. And I was unclear whether, you know, Chris Harrison set this up or whether this is just what it's like in Uruguay. It's what happens when you get the South American elite. That's right. The, that was the South American elite. Yeah. having They're playing in their playground. Um, we are also juggling while the date mm-hmm. with Jordan is happening. Keep so several while, plots in mind. Yeah, while Jordan and JoJo are out on their date, which they do make a cute, like Jordan and JoJo, that's cute. It is cute. It's like a 90s pop. Right, it is, I think yeah. that's who's saying, like... Close to me, just like my mother. Close no, to that's me, Casey just like and, my father. That's Casey and JoJo. You are the only one <laughs> I've ever need. Okay, who was who were they then? Jordan and JoJo. I don't know. Those two blonde girls. Who's? I don't know. They were sisters. Um, anyway, the Olsen twins. No. Okay, Tia and Tamara. <laughs> yeah, your old college buddies. Right, my old college pals. Yeah. Um, we are juggling between Jordan and JoJo's date and uh, the guys. Who I can only believe have been handed these of magazines course. by of producers. Of course. I because mean, what? They're circulating in South America. In Touch magazine is circulating throughout the Uruguay. Baby. You're yes. so worked up. I, I can't um, help it. They are going... And I, I think that they've explicitly said, even in past seasons, like... They aren't allowed to read magazines. Right. They aren't allowed to watch TV. It's like Scientology. They control the information flow entirely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. I think that it is. So obviously the producers have given them these magazines to stir it up, as they do with JoJo when she's saying... Beautiful. Beautiful I just feel so happy. I don't think anything <laughs> could take away from this feeling. Producer... I want to show something to you. <laughs> Hands her the magazine about her ex-boyfriend, also named Chad. Yeah. Yeah. So Chad is a little unclear what he's claiming. Basically, again, let's sound the siren. JoJo's not there for the right reasons. She's yeah, there to get so famous. it basically turns it on JoJo and right. says that she's not doing it for the right reasons. And the guys, I mean, I think that this was kind of amped up in the scenes. The guys don't seem to buy it. They Right. You know, it makes it seem for a while like they're taking an in-touch magazine headline seriously. And as the show progresses, they're like, yeah, it's probably a complete fabrication. JoJo goes and talks to them. I mean, I feel like it all... Is fine. I do hope that Chad comes. Oh, this boy, yeah, that Chad. he shows up because he was in Ben's season. He wrote, he left her that note that oh, she thought was right. from Ben. That's right. I, feel I like forgot he's about become him. This like, very yeah. Present Did we see figure. him? No. He's like this in the shadows, mm-hmm. off-screen presence. It's this Here's a twist. figure. Okay. It's actually 
chat. It is real this estate chat. Yeah. chat. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this chat and the other chat come back together. Yeah, and it's a new spin off, a sexy spin off. Chad and Chad. <laughs> um. Yeah, they go to the sand dunes. Yeah. It's Mad Max. Yeah, it's totally Mad Max. Yeah, but it seems to be short lived. It's a really short There's group like three date. seconds of Alex saying, you know, that he's better than all the other guys, and then it's it's over. And Derek gets the rose on the group date, right? Yes, he does. Um, and that's when little Alex is really starting to get pissed off, mm. and the tables start to turn. When little Alex is saying, first of all, his hair is drastically different Alex's. in two different shots, like in the date and then later, which makes only can lead me to believe that Vinny did this to him during his haircut <laughs> in some way. Because earlier he's cutting Vinny as a barber and he's cutting everyone's hair. So yeah, there's that going on. But yeah, all and he refers to Derek. Alex refers to Derek as an insecure little bitch. <laughs> That's pretty pretty rough. It is pretty rough. And it Alex seems unwarranted. Had, I think admits perhaps. that he's feeling a little questionable. Like he got the first one on one, which, if you watch the show, is never really a good thing. Um, Again, I'd like to get our stats people on that to yeah. see to crunch the numbers and see if they am extra. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alex doesn't like Derek. He calls the rose that Derek gets on the group date a pity rose. Yeah. And is pretty derisive of it. You know, I wouldn't want that rose. Which he would have gotten pissed if Chad would have said something like that. Oh, I wouldn't have wanted that rose. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. You know, Chad was a jerk and said a lot of things in the wrong way, but. As we've pointed out, he was just saying things that a lot of other people say in less um, aggressive fashion. Right. We kind of go back and forth between her date with Robbie and the guys um, just kind of continuing to talk about the Derek. Right. And let's, let's mention something important, which is mm-hmm. that JoJo has befriended a dog. Yeah. A dog in Uruguay. It kind of, like, I don't really know what the connection was there. Other than she says that her love with Robbie is like a puppy love. Is a puppy love. Well, this this date with Robbie, more than any date this season, plays up a trope that I love about this entire franchise, which is puns where the activity becomes metaphorical for the act of falling in love. No, but they don't do that. They jump off the cliff and no one explicitly says... Jumping off a cliff is kind of like falling in love. Oh, but there's a leap of faith beforehand. Yeah, but that, it doesn't Derek, matter. Robbie it doesn't says matter. leap of faith. It's not, not good enough. No. Too subtle. Yeah, it yeah. is too subtle. Too I subtle, like... too poet. We need James F. to come in and make the the thing explicit. What has happened in previous seasons is that someone would say, jumping off of this cliff is a leap of faith. Just like falling in love. Right. It would be a little more on the nose. Yeah. Fair enough. The guys are totally turning on each other. Derek calls them mean girls. I think it's correct. Obviously, Alex is the Regina George of the situation. I liked, so to jump ahead a little bit, at well, what doesn't turn out to be the cocktail party, but in the cocktail party situation, um, Derek confronts the four guys. Yeah. Um, Jordan, Robbie, Alex, and Chase about being a bit of a clique. I thought this was perfectly acceptable. And now, oh, yeah. Now, granted, any after Chad left, any conversation is going to feel emotionally sophisticated <laughs> in the absence of Chad. But this, I felt like Derek was in the right. And uh, Wells said that uh, Derek has a little bit of valor 
um, for doing this. Yeah, because I think he was right. Like, I do think that the other guys were just jealous that he had gotten that rose and were, I don't know, just kind of, I think that after Chad left, they needed somebody to pounce on a little bit. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, they chose Derek. And I think it was good. You know, he called them out. Yeah, in a respectable way, right. He didn't uh, threaten to cut off any of their limbs. Right, arms and legs, like to find them when he got home. No, I thought it was a mature, I mean, as far as maturity can, grading on the curve for this show. I thought that it was mature. Um, Um, I'll jump back to Robbie really quick. So Robbie tells Jojo he loves her. She uh, gives him the rose, and he it's says... It's too early. It's too it's early. It's way too early. What is he talking about? Well, and, and Although Jordan also said that he was falling in love with her. It, that's a different... That's, that's a classic Bachelor move. It's saying, you know, I'm falling in love with you, not I'm in love with I you. I know. But no, Robbie... And Robbie says, love is a mutual thing. If it's there on one side, it's there on the other. No, Robbie, that's not accurate. <laughs> That is incorrect. No one has ever been in love with someone right. that wasn't when it hasn't in love been with reciprocated. Them. Yeah, I believe you are mistaken, Robbie. I don't think that's how love works. Jojo says that she appreciates it. Right. To which I have in my notes. Uh, uh, well, you know she's got to be a little sensitive about telling a bunch of people that she loves them. Well, that's I right. don't think that Jojo would do that to anyone on this season. Like right. I don't think she'll say I love you. Well, and that's why again that's why it's an extra bad move. Yeah. On Robbie's part. He's not going to get it back. It's too early. Cool it, Robbie. Cool it. But he also tells her a story about his friend dying in a car accident. Texting and driving. Yeah. Driving off a driving bridge. Off a bridge. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Um I mean, I don't know. I there was more chemistry like, I think that Robbie will make it... Certainly, he'll make it further than I would have originally sure, thought. because I barely knew who he was. I mean, this. on kind of a broader note, I am having trouble deciding who I think is a frontrunner here. Right, And who's right. getting cut. Um, I don't want to say that I think that JoJo got a raw deal with the guys, but they're... I think that in previous seasons, there have been cert- like one or two contestants that have had really strong connections, and like obviously right, so. Right. And I don't feel that way with I JoJo. don't see it. I don't see who she's, who she's going to marry because, you know, everyone marries after this program. Um, yeah, I don't see who the frontrunner is because, you know, obviously it appears the frontrunner is Jordan, but I think that's going to implode. I feel like they're pulling back on that. Yeah. Like, I think there's a reason why, um, I don't know, there's a reason why she confronted him. I could see him being pushed as a bachelor figure rather yeah. than her yeah. choice. I just think she should have kept Ali. I mean, we've both talked about that. <laughs> In the past. So, yeah, so um, we have, we don't have a cocktail party because JoJo knows what she wants. She's a woman who knows what she wants. Evan gets cut. Evan and gets cries. cut. Oh, Evan. Your, your sons He's, see that. Your I mean, boys buddy, are watching. I'm I surprised just, his nose he, didn't start bleeding. Know. You know? Did he Poor think guy. that he was going to. I don't know. It just, that made me feel sorry for him. Well, and that's the thing. He's a pitiable figure, but, well, I mean, why are you on this show? You know? <laughs> Like, I understand everyone thinks that they deserve love. And everyone does, or most people do. But, you know, I just don't know why he thought he'd compete with the little Alexes and Jordans of the world. Stop calling him that. It's like little Marco. Little Marco Rubio. 
I don't think little Alex is going to make it that much further. Probably not. I mean, you thought he was going to get cut tonight. Yeah, I did. I thought that yeah. was a possibility. But Wells gets to stay. That adorable little nugget. Little Wells. Yeah. Why don't you call him Little Wells? Little Wells. He doesn't look like Marco Rubio, though. <laughs> Alex reminds me of Marco Rubio. Wells, I think, is adorable. I'll, I'll date him if JoJo isn't interested. Grant well, gets cut. Grant so does get officially cut. back to yes, all white guys. Yes, That Oof. took a little longer. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to get us both fired. Um, <laughs> that took a little longer than usual, perhaps, for the minorities to be eliminated. No, that's about right. Is it about right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like they let it ride until it doesn't look like it's blatant. I mean, I will you know? say, though, um, there have been cuts in this season that have just surprised me based on like character interaction. Like I haven't seen anything between JoJo and Wells that would lead sure. me to believe that... They were a better match than Grant right. and JoJo. Because right. right. I like Grant. Yeah. Uh, and I would say the same thing about Nick last the, in the last mm-hmm. rose ceremony, uh, getting cut Santa. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, there seem to be, as with every season, I'm sure there's a lot that they're just not showing us. But there have been a few people that have gotten to stay that I've thought, Really? Right, right. Why are you choosing Wells over Grant? Mm-hmm. Why are you choosing these people over Nick? Right. No, I, I concur. And I liked Grant. I thought that he had performed well. I mean, he did. He won the firefighting date. He did pretty well. He's in a firefighter. Set. I know, but still. I mean, they're setting these dates up to clearly favor people whose professions uh, correspond to the dates. So, And, I mean, how are you going to cut a firefighter? I mean, anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, we're moving on. Where are we go- headed next? They're leaving Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, are they? I don't know. I thought I thought that <laughs> I was it. I don't know. We turned it off. Okay, we don't watch the previews. We don't want, so yeah. that, so that it's as fresh for us as it is for you folks. So we will be back next week with more commentary. I assume that Chad is going to come back and kill everyone. He's going to trace them mm. to Uruguay or Chad Iceland or whatever. Chad is coming to Bachelor in Paradise. To which I say, it is a damn shame that crazy Ashley is no longer because she got i think she's married and oh had a baby well but lace is going to be there and lace, that's going to be yes. a dynamic combination and, folks. Chad. and we'll be here to report I everything even, so i want to see chad get together with like tinley Tin, yeah tinley might think that she can like tame yeah Chad, I feel like that's the kind of thing she'll dance her way into, <laughs> into, his, into heart. his heart, and then she'll she'll teach him to love, right? The Chad Bear. All right. Well, we whatever happens, we'll be here next week and beyond to yeah. tell you all about it. Adios. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>